0: and a fitting way to introduce our next guest. The great Andrew Voss joins us, as he always does, on a Monday. A breathless night, a breathless sporting weekend in Australia, Vossy AFL Grand Final, NRO. Heck, even the Wallabies won, mate. You guys were treated. What incredible sport you've provided us.
1: Yeah, giving it to Portugal. Uh, good morning. And, and to the listener, um, I'm hoping my vo- my voice holds up. I mean, I've just come off three hours of radio. I, I seriously think I've had about four hours sleep over the weekend. There is a saying, too much sport is never enough, but I've almost... I, I think I may have reached my, my limit when you <laughs> throw in the EPL at the moment. Uh, Man's poster Cogler with Tottenham, getting up early to watch those games. Uh, I went along to the, the first match of the Sydney Kings uh, playing the Hawks in the NBL over the weekend as well. Went to that live on Saturday night. So, no, huge weekend of sport. But um, with my first love, rugby league, uh, couldn't be any prouder of the game today. It was, um, you know, as a sport as theatre, as entertainment. It was all of those things, 10 out of 10 last night. 10 out of 10. Well,
0: well both finals. Both finals. I, I know the the, the the headlines are hijacked by the men's final because it's a grand final, uh, as I said, to open the Ooh. show. Game none of us are ever going to forget. But the women's final was equally gripping. What, what a comeback.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, Newcastle, yeah, and the fact that it is back-to-back. I mean, we, we spoke about, um, you know, just a few years back until the Roosters did it, we sort of spoke about... Um, you know, winning back-to-back titles, it had become a bit of a holy grail. And now we've had, you know, the Roosters did it, and now Newcastle have done it in the NRLW, and, and now the, the Panthers have said, hold my beer, they've taken it to three in a row. Um, I've, I've actually already locked in, and I'm really confident in it. I've already rocked in, uh, locked in Penrith will play Brisbane in next year's grand final. I was saying that last week, that I just looked at where they're at. and that, Yes, both clubs have lost players for next year, um, but I just think on the on the rapid development of the Broncos, I think they're now entering a good period, and Penrith are in their sweet spot. Yeah, you know, all those star players. Yeah, you know, yes, they lose Crichton, they lose Spencer Lenu, but the others are all signed up long term from Edwards to Cleary to Tottle, uh, Yo Fisher, Harris, Leota, Leah Martin. I mean. <laughs> Clearly there. He's 25. I mean, he's going to be at the peak of his powers for the next five or six years. Can the fight win six in a row? Who knows? But I think I've got those two sides ready to go again in next year's grand final. Is that early, Crow? That certainly is.
0: Well, it makes a lot of sense to me. You, you're so right about the the stability in that roster. There are some, you know, Crichton's a great player. I can't believe what he's achieved at age 23, mm-hmm. scoring in four straight yeah. grand finals. See, he's a massive loss. He's he's just such a smart footballer. He always seemingly makes the right decisions, even those little kicks in behind, a great illustration of that. But you just back them to bounce back, and and the age of the Broncos should have their fan base um, very confident. And, and I think the neutral, if they're going to get that again, would be happy, Vossi, because the pace yeah. of the game through... Well, the oh, first said, 10 wow. minutes t- t- told you everything. You knew something was special was going to happen.
1: Yeah, oh, look, uh, you know, I wrote down this morning. So I went on air this morning and said, and, and we had Mark Carroll on the program, a man who you know, played in three grand finals, but Carroll said, you because know, we're all having the, the discussion today, Is it the greatest grand final of all time. Now, I'm, I need to go back and sit down and watch a replay. I, I, I'm not about to make that big, bold statement today. You know, because I, I was there in 89 and I was there in 97 and I was there in 2015, extra-time Cowboys Broncos. But what makes a great grand final is moments. And I wrote down, I reckon, 20 moments from last night. You're talking about collisions. That Moses a charge at Pat Carrigan. Mm. That's a sensational grand final moment. Like, can a bloke run any harder into one of the best defenders in the game and knocks him into another postcode. I mean, that was that's a super grand final moment. And there was moments like that all the way through the game. Just, a, just an amazing night. Amazing
0: sport. Yeah, it really was. I find those greatest of all time debates a bit reductive, Vossi, uh, I know it's very much a modern day trend, and and, and fans love it. So, yeah. you know, we've got it's our job to give the fans what they want. If they want to talk about that, that's great. Eighty nine is always yeah. going to be my favourite grand final, greatest grand final, because that's what I sort of you know really took notice of the sport and thought what the heck is this this is amazing
1: yeah 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 i agree and i was lucky enough i was on the sideline 89 you know so i've watched it inside the rope so it was just so good um, and the fact that it goes 100 minutes there was no golden point back then yeah. you played a full period of extra time but then i during covert we, we had this discussion on air this morning when we when we went into lockdown, so we went without the NRL for five weeks. On my other employer, Fox League, we were going back recall the old grand finals and dropped the chance to do the '97 grand final recall it. Man, it's a, it, it'd be hard to get a better game. Now there may have been the equal. So right at the moment, I'm um, I'm sort of taking a a fence sitting position and say I'll give you '89. I'll give you '97. I'll give you '2015. I'll give you last night. All on the same same rung of the ladder, if you will. I, I won't put any. I won't put any of the games above the other because I know from recalling '97, it was a. You know, didn't need the finish to be a great game, but it got the finish. '2015 um, probably didn't need the finish to be a great game, but it got the finish. And last night didn't need the finish to be the great game. Well, yes, it did because it was 24 to 8 and we've never seen a bigger comeback. So um, yeah, they, they are all different games. Um, definitely one one in the last second, one one in golden point, 89-1 in, in in 100 minutes of time and last night with the biggest ever comeback. So uh, yeah, it's just just appreciate the sport, the theater. Um, heart bleeds for Brisbane, you know. <laughs> I hope you get another shot at it. You know, I hope for the Broncos, you've got to lose one to win one rings true for them because they were good enough to win last night, but didn't. Simple as that.
0: Well, here's another modern-day thinking. Did they choke?
1: Did they choke? Well, I'm going to say no. Uh, look, the extraordinary... Um, you know, I'm a man of stats. If you take away the Kenny try, you know, the you know, bizarre try off-the-line dropout Batback back gets presented with a you know a, a lottery ticket win... If you told the Broncos before the game, Penrith won't run the ball over your try line until the 63rd minute and you will have put 24 points on the board against the team that only averages conceding 12 points a game, you would have taken that pre-game. You'd say, well, we're going to win the title. So did they choke No, it was a case. Look, they could have done things a little better. Okay, I'm not contradicting myself there, but, you know, they could have kicked on the last... They just played out a set. They could have kept the ball in play, but conceded a line dropout. But no, I'd go the other way. The greatness of Cleary in picking that team up, and what a quote from Ivan Cleary. He said, "No, no person knows their knows a player better than a dad knows his son." He said he saw yeah. it in Nathan's eye. He saw it in Nathan's eyes that Nathan had missed tackles for those tries, and you could see that 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 switched him on that I I gotta get the team out of this, I gotta find a way. Um and Nathan Cleary he did it. He lifted that team and yes, the likes of Fisher Harris and, and, and Moses Leota played their role, but it was Cleary who was the catalyst for the comeback. And he carried it all the way through to the match uh the match winning try and goal.
0: How on earth do you make one error in a grand final? They made one oh, yeah, well, error, the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Let
1: me tell you, yesterday in Sydney, so it's the hottest grand final on record, our hottest grand final day. It was, it was 37 degrees during the day. The kick-off last night was 28-29. Yeah, the, ga- the games played, what, what was, I think I saw the stats for something like 57 minutes, ball in play, something like that. So, yeah, we had bugger all set restart through the night, low penalty count. Primarily, Adam G put the whistle in the pocket. So, yeah, that's energy sapping. Throw in the emotion of it, throw in, you know, the mental uh, yeah, effort um, and the physical effort. You know, I, I don't think you've ever seen a grand final where players have run harder. I'll make that statement. Jesse Arthur, how good was he? Brilliant. <laughs> the Warriors, like, he was... Super, Herbie Farnworth. Does Herbie Farnworth know he's not 120K? Like, <laughs> like seriously. Like, so to do what they did, so Penrith to do what they did and still not come up with errors at the end of the game, you know, you've got not only a team of champions, you have a champion team. That's a pretty hard blend to beat, isn't it? A pretty hard yeah. blend to beat.
0: I must admit, it seems a long, 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 long way down the road to the start of the new season. Uh, we can't wait for it. Oh, but we've got some international hey, footy to look forward to 1st Try Tri-Nations, right? Kiwis, yeah. Kangaroos. Bye-bye, England. Come on down, Samoa.
1: Yeah, no, good. Look. And that that's probably a bittersweet moment out of last night. Seeing Jerome Luai after the game. Oh, jeez, I want him to play for Samoa. Jerome was so good at the World Cup last year. I mean, he 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 was Nathan Cleary-like at helping to the uh, World Cup final I'd watch that first hand at the World Cup so I desperate I'm desperate for Jamarome to be right for these postseason matches but I you know I'd have to think that's very doubtful at the moment um, but uh, yes international footy I hope that it get, I hope that we still riding this wave We get a week off now in that week off we can watch the Super League finals end so you know we can they're still at the pointy end of their season um, so yes rugby league continues through to the first week of November. Um, I've long been a supporter of a 51-week season, I believe we only need one week off for Christmas shopping um, and then straight <laughs> back into it. And, and, and next year we kick off in Vegas, the first of five years where we're going to open our season in Vegas, um, maybe not the teams, that like the Broncos will be there, but the fact that South Sydney and Manly, two teams that didn't make the eight, are over in Vegas, well will it matter? No, it'll be a great event. But I would have loved to have seen a grand final rematch in Vegas, to be honest. I'd, I'd love that to be the first game of the year. And in Vegas, uh, Panthers v. Broncos, that would have been a hell of a way to start the year. But anyway, you're right. Rugby league, rugby league is the winner. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Rugby league is the winner today. How does that sound? Ever heard that saying
0: before? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Vossi, I'll get you out on this. Is it Vossi in Vegas? Are you going to Vegas?
1: Oh, look, i look. If they said you can go to Vegas, but you've got to walk and swim, I'd say, sweet, and I'd find a way. <laughs> so I'm all in, baby. I, I am all in, and I'm, I'm happy to be the advance party to go over there and promote the code for a month beforehand, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go in someone's suitcase if I have to. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be a stowaway on a boat. Um, I'd be desperate to go there to be part of that. I've actually, I've actually called Rugby League in America. I called a game in Jacksonville back in 08. Um, Weeds versus the Rabbitohs an Australia Day challenge and that was an experience but this would be next level Um, so yeah I'd love to be part of that history but but as you say test matches in between I'm looking forward to them as much as I am that I I love the test football and I think it'll be a very very competitive series and bring it on
0: Vossi thanks so much mate I I know you're almost out of breath out of voice thanks for taking the time as you always do to join us go enjoy a well earned what 20 hour break before you're back on air
1: yeah, yeah, well No, we've taken that many calls today. Pre-match entertainment, all the stuff. Yes, the Wallabies won and all of that. Um, no, we're very lucky, um, folks, listening right now. Uh, we, blokes on the radio, um, we do hours, but we could never call it work. You know, it's just an absolute joy to engage with listeners and fellow sports fans and talk sport. We're very lucky people.
0: Absolutely agree with you. Thanks for your time, Vossie.
1: SEM, the Homer Sport, brother.
0: That isn't Tate.